Oh, oh, I do look different with a hat on. Yeah, you do. <laughs> So here's Shane. Hi. Here's Karen. Hello. And we are on our way to Universal. And in the back there in those crates right there, we have two fluffy puppies. Uh, we're bringing Blue, who's with us for a 10-week boarding train. And we're bringing Purple, who Shane is going to be bringing up to North Dakota tonight. <laughs> right? That's going to be fun and exciting. I think we're going to call her Sparkles because that would be a good name for her. And uh, we have Gypsy. And we have... Molly. Molly's one of Shane's client dogs. He gets to go to Universal for today. Yay! So yesterday was trying to kind of put some stuff away and um, what else did we do? We took the Siren and Diana out yeah. because and Ava. I, and Ava. Ava. Yeah. Yep. And they did amazing guys but what we did was we... Why do I sound like a frog? We had our service dog school. Our Napopo. Napopo. Service dog school with Victoria Warfall. Why is it that name? Not because I like to see how many words I can get in, but because what Bart and Michael ask whenever you're teaching, because we are certified, the three of us, and Rich too. We're so, we left Rich at home with all the rest of the dogs. But we're certified to train and teach in Napopo. I just can't certify people in Napopo. So they'd like it Napopo seminar by whatever. Well, since it's a service dog seminar, we wanted to make sure people understood that it was a service dog seminar, which is where Napopo service dog school it's a four-day school uh, with Victoria Warfall that's where the name came from so it was amazing we had 30 people here from all over the country we had nobody canceled because of COVID which shows to me how dedicated people are to learning and to doing and to doing more better because more gooders and more betters is always better than not as gooders and betters and it was just it was an amazing time uh, it was fantastic seeing everybody and it was a lot of work to prep for it because we were going to do it out. We have a cement slab with a metal carport. We have two of them and they're pretty big. One's I think 20 by 20, one's like 12 by 20. And then we have, we're on over five acres. So it was going to be plenty of room to spread out so people can maintain their six feet distance so it can all go good. And then Etta came, Tropical Storm Etta on the first day. So we set up, uh, yes, Siren and Diana are siblings. Uh, from the first letter they're six months old now uh, so we set up inside so we got 30 people in our house yay for open concept yeah. uh, but we had 30 people in our house uh, we did the meals we did breakfast every day and a lot of that was mostly Karen getting everything prepped and ready uh, we had a couple girls well, a couple of our, our employees out there working too, you know making sure that things were taken care of that the dogs were getting potty that the puppies were getting getting dealt with um, we did that they did that. Uh, Shane was the queen of the iced tea every day. And more. Everybody, everybody, everybody pitched in so much. We had we had prepped up what we wanted for food. Uh, we did awesome, amazing meals. The beef was beef from our cows. Everything was glu had gluten-free options. Everything had vegan or oh, no vegetarian options. Uh, you know, but we did an egg bake with mostly eggs from our chickens. Uh, we did, but we ran out, so we actually had to buy eggs. The first time in four years we had to buy eggs, well, almost four years. Uh, so we, we did those, so everyone had a lot of nourishment and nutrition so they can learn. Nobody was falling asleep, no, which I was... very wide awake. They were, they were wide awake, they were taking notes. I got to look at some, I love looking at notes to see what people thought was good enough to write down. Yeah. And that's actually, did you know that's how our book started? was I had a client when we were at the training center and she's writing down notes as we're teaching 
And I thought, why are you writing? You shouldn't be writing down notes. I should be providing this so you can listen instead of having to listen and write down and then you miss stuff. So I started, you know, writing down notes for clients and taking pictures. I had taken the, what we had, what I had done for my certified dog trainer exam because I had to write up everything. And that's how our book started. And it was in the beginning, <laughs> I would print it up and staple it and give it to people. And then I would print it up and you can get a, um, what do they call it? Some sort of binding stapler yeah. where you staple it in the middle. So the papers then like you fold in half. So we did that then for a while. And then whenever it got to be really too big for that, I took it to Amazon Create Space. And that's who, that's where all our books are published through now, which is pretty cool. Shane helped out so much with talking. She had two really big awesomeness that she got to share. And one was about air travel with service dogs. Uh, because she's flown more than any other person I know. And she also got to talk about the public speaking aspect because it's one of the problems. And, gear. and what? Gear. And gear, yes, yeah. yes, gear too. There's three things. Any more? No, I think that was pretty much it. That's right. So she, she has such amazing knowledge and history and background that she was able to help with that. And one of the things that I really liked was the public speaking bits because whenever confrontations happen, People shut down because the adrenaline starts going and they don't know what to do. And it's hard to channel that too. You know, it's really about practice and just having already an idea of what you're going to say. You know, if you aren't really sure what you're going to say, you're going to stumble, you're going to let the adrenaline get to you. It's going to be really hard to deal with the access issue. And they happen very frequently. If you haven't had one yet, it, you will. it, it will come. So you have to know what you're going to say and how you're going to react. And that's why you must practice every time, you know, or even just make up scenarios in your head. Like we made up a scenario at the school that we all talked about. I forget what it was. Was it, it was the zoo originally and then we switched it to Walmart, I think, you know, and we just did a little example. It's all about, you know, spontaneous practice and then just playing around really, you know, but you are still learning something too at the end of the day, which is critical. So. Yeah, and, and you need to practice, even if you're just practicing, you know, while you're in the car, even if you're just practicing while you're, well, not brushing your teeth because you want to be able to understand yourself, but say you're in the shower or you're brushing your hair for the day, you know, just practice. What are you going to do? Someone comes up and says, no dogs are allowed in here. What are you going to do with that? Uh, here Jordan said, well Lauren said she got 16 pages of notes and Jordan said practicing public speaking was one of my biggest takeaways for me, especially since I struggle with it. And I think that's huge because if you struggle with something, you must work on that. You must, because it will happen. It's going to happen today. I know it's going to happen today. Oh, yeah. yeah, and, and waiting for to get into that zone, forcing yourself to do better. And to me, I think one of the biggest was pushing yourselves to be those master coaches right for your dog for your clients push yourself to do better so many people get complacent so many people have excuses and I don't I honestly I don't care what your excuse is you know you must train your dog and you must do better don't be satisfied with yeah well you know he sits like every other time I tell him to uh, Lauren said she did the Napopo bullet points to a friend on the phone yesterday yeah. Lauren that's awesome that's Right? Really good. I did it to Rich whenever we were starting to go over it. I was doing it with Rich when Karen was doing it. We were going back and forth with each other. I actually would get on the woman's group and in my service talk groups and I'd do them there. 
I'm like, this is what you guys get to hear today because <laughs> I want to get better at it. And this is easy for me, you know, because people aren't really there, but it's okay. But I can also talk in front of a crowd. And Shane was talking about her background with it, that, you know, her, her mom and, and had pushed her into theater and stuff. Uh, what I got to do to practice was I got to speak in front of church. Oh, yeah, so, that'll do it. Right? And I got to read scripture. If you could read scripture in front of a bunch of old people in church who actually know how to pronounce those things, and you don't stumble over your words and everything else, you are usually going to be good to go. Yeah. So what do you do as you're reading it? You have to look a little bit ahead, but you have to be able to speak. You have to watch the microphone, how it reverberates. There's a lot that you get to deal with. But yeah, that was me. And then I also, when I was in middle school and I think early high school, I, the church did musicals that we were with. Well, and yeah. then we did traveling musicals. So that was fun. And I still remember those songs today, you know, and that was our fundraiser. And then we did mission trips. So I went to Colorado. I went to La Jara, Colorado uh, on a mission trip. And that was life changing for me. Um, then I think the next year they did Guatemala and my mom didn't want me at like 15 to go to Guatemala, but she was okay with me going to Germany. So, so yeah. Yeah. So we did those. Yeah. Um, Haley's coming. She's picking up Red tomorrow. Yeah. Red's home alone today. Well, she's not alone. There's, I don't know. I'm not going to say how many dogs we have at the house, but I have all Karen's dogs. I have all Shane's dogs. I have all my dogs. I have the board and train dogs. My house has a lot of dogs in it right now. Yeah. <laughs> it does. That, that's why we didn't even want to really bring Luke. So yeah. there's four people there plus the cleaning crews there. Yeah. So when we get back, we get to take the puppies. But uh, but yeah, so Brett goes home tomorrow and she's there. And she's like, I'm so alone. It's just me and all these other puppies and all these other people. But it's just me. My siblings aren't here. And she'll sleep all day anyway. Yeah. She uh, tired herself out pretty good yesterday. Yes, yeah, she did. Karen, yeah, while you're driving here, here, this is where we're at, guys. What was your biggest takeaway? Um, my biggest takeaway was um, seeing how everybody was engaged. They were uh, in, engaged in different ways. It was just a, um, there was, they, they, there was nobody that looked like they were tired or bored or acted like they had to, like, Get they had better things. For questions and and for us to show them, uh, you know, we help them with their different dogs, and they tried different age dogs, not just their own. They tried different, um, and we had puppies two months four months six months ten months eight months I mean we had puppies and dogs of all ages there all the way to I think our oldest was Zoe who's 15 years and, and we, they even worked with Zoe so yeah and the fact that Rue got chosen so many times and got lots of love and lots of training and lots of working and, and he he was so happy um, Bruce, her, uh, Vicky's border collie that, uh, is a jerk sometimes. Yeah. So, uh, it was, you know, it's very exciting to, to see that. And, uh, and that Vicky stayed healthy the whole time. <laughs> that was right. Awesome. And, and she was able to. Yeah, it was Shane this time. Shane yeah. was my, like, little, um, yeah. 
doll that took all the pains. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good at running into things. <laughs> so, Shane, what was your biggest takeaway? I think, honestly, I really enjoyed seeing some of the things that really clicked with people. Like, you could just see it in their face when something was said, and it was like a whole light bulb went on. Like, everything just started to fall into place for some of these people and I really enjoyed seeing that you know it's the goal was to help other people and you know help them start to understand Nikopo and you know improve with as a service dog handler as a service dog trainer or as somebody's interested in doing one of those things so it was, I really enjoyed seeing that and I think that was my biggest takeaway and then I also was actually very surprised on how many people enjoyed and benefited from the public speaking aspect because you know as trainers as people in general we often forget how important it is to be able to speak in front of people you know, whether it's a crowd you know a group at the school or it's just individual people you know we always forget that and it's i mean it's very important if you're going to be a trainer you must be able to speak well in front of people I 110% agree. A lot of times what we tell trainers is start with private one-on-ones, go to small groups, go to bigger groups before you hit seminars. And from some of the speaking professionals that I follow, you know, they'll say, don't, don't jump into, you know, a hundred or 200 people at a time. You can't do that. Start with say, you know, one or two and then five and then 10 and then 15. And you do have to kind of grow that organically. But, you know, like I said, if you can stand in front of a church and, and sing about Jesus, I think you're going to be doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> right? Um, but you, you need to have that. So I love that part of it. And so many people were interested in what makes a good breeder. That surprised me yeah. that we had so many people because it just happened to coincide that Thursdays, when we started Thursdays, the day the puppies could go home. And three of them ended up staying with us out of the six. Uh, Red, who's going to go home tomorrow. Blue, who we have for a 10-week board and train. And then Purple, who we have until she goes, Shane's going to be guardian home for her. And she's going to work with her because of her theatrical background. She's going to work with Purple, or possibly Sparkles, on uh, getting her stage ready for, you know, musicals, plays, and shows. Which would be amazing. And I do think we would have to fly out if she was on there to see it. And then one of our hope dogs gets to do that while she's not making babies. You know, how amazing will that be? What an opportunity uh, for both, you know, for, for her, for Shane, for everybody who gets to see and, and gets to, to share. We're going to have what it takes to be a service dog. We're going to have pet dogs and we're going to have companion dogs. We're going to have performance dogs who can go on stage, you know, which is pretty cool. Maybe in the future, movies. Movies, yeah. Yeah, we could have fun with it. Um, but my biggest, I think I have two really big takeaways, and, and there's going to be more as I, I sit and collect, is uh, we got, I think we got pretty much everybody to, to be able to open up. And part of it was involved with that public speaking. Part of it was giving people, you know, talking to people, reaching out. Don't just talking to the people who, you know, want to sit in the front row and who, you know, were uh, vocal. You know, talking to everybody. And being in that intimate setting of inviting people into my home, it worked. It worked out really well.
Oh yeah, some of the people who are in the back row ended up in the front row. They were so engaged. <laughs> yeah, right? So, I love yeah. that too, is we didn't have, usually when you do stuff like that, this is my seat, this is always gonna be my seat and I'm not gonna move seats. Remember, it's universal too, so it'll be past the Turkey yeah. Creek um, rest stop area. You know, and it'll be, this is my seat. And that wasn't, we had musical chairs. I think only three people stayed in the same seat the whole time. Everyone else played musical chairs, yeah. which worked out beautiful. You get a different view. It shows you how comfortable people are. Yes. Yeah, yeah very comfortable. Very good. Um, and then another thing is we had a, a couple newbie trainers. Uh, we had a couple of my clients and then now soon clients with, uh, with Blue's owner, Jordan. Uh, well, Atlas's owner, Jordan. Uh, you know, where, where we hadn't, you know, she, she was a client whenever she bought a puppy. We had a groomer. Uh, we had a groomer, so we didn't always have, have dog trainers. Uh, now, my people who came, who were my clients, we had, if you count Jordan, four of just my clients, you know, not professionals, uh, half of them, or more, more than half, now want to pursue and look into dog training because they see how life-changing it could be uh, for people, for their dogs, and we had experienced trainers who had been training for years and years and years and they came and I had a couple of them. They did. Yes. I like seeing a lot of people really enjoy certain things and then um, really just everything just started to click for some people, even some of the people who have been training for many years you know, and had a lot of yeah, a lot of experience and, you know, have, have gone to different workshops, different schools. And one thing we did, a little heel demo. You know, I worked with, I think, three different dogs and showed how we get a really good heel. Now, when I went to Napopo for two months and I was there from August to October, I wanted to get really good at heel and I wanted to get really good at take and hold. And so to be able to show that, show some of the stuff I've learned. And I had people come up to me afterwards saying that was hugely enlightening. And that to me was fantastic. So, you know, you, you have to be that master coach. You need to push yourself, push your dog to do better. Push your clients to do better. If your client's dog has a sloppy sit and they want a better sit, help them with that. How do you help them with that? This is why I went to Napopo. Uh, but to be able to do that, we did switch some stuff up from what I was doing, uh, what we did last time, which was in February, we did another school. And then I had done one about two years beforehand. So we, uh, we did that and we ch switched it up. I like this format a lot better. We had uh, once one the first day of working dogs one time and then the second, third and fourth day, we had at least two times a day where we were working the dogs, which was fantastic. You know, it was a lot of hands-on because I am a visual learner and then I need to practice it. And I like to practice it. That's why whenever I travel, one of the reasons I bring a service dog is so I can go back to the hotel room and I can practice with my dog and I can get good at it that way. And we loved hearing how a lot of the students did that very thing, practiced it in their hotel rooms and at night they practiced, applied what they were learning that day and they were able to do that. Um, I don't know how many workshops I've been to that uh, I was still perplexed and didn't know how to apply or practice concepts of that day until the last day, you know. So um, for them to be able to do that every night, they had something to practice was amazing. And then yeah. also, too, for the people who, like, flew in, we had people fly in from all over the country that didn't bring dogs. We had plenty of dogs for them to work so they could still be able to get that hands-on element so they can apply 
if people stay over late to do more hands-on and which was cool you know that they were that eager to do to put practice more. And we have now two days later and we're still meeting a couple of them up here at Universal because they extended their trip to stay with us and to, to be able to bring the dogs to Universal. Uh, we have people already signing up. Scent School and Advanced School are coming up. Um, Advanced is in January. Scent is in March. Uh, this one or one of the other ones that we've taught is a prereq for it because we need to have it. We are capping numbers, uh, but we're going to be hitting the parks up those days too. We do it a lot. People have to understand what it is that we do here. Uh, here, Kashi says, hello, Victoria. I love the car. It's huge. This is Karen's Mercedes Sprinter. It's a passenger van, which is why it has the air conditioner up there. Uh, and this, this is what I keep telling Rich we need. Uh, and then Jordan says, yeah, it's so amazing getting to talk to multiple professionals about dog training and really want to pursue it. Uh, it's nice to feel I have a community to reach out to. Oh, Jordan, I love you, girl. And we're going to switch up that uh, universal trip to the beginning instead of the end. Well, we haven't decided for realsies. Yeah. Um, we need to find out if people, you know, who wants to go to Silver School. Because we might flip it and, you know, we can't start with Universal, but we can end with Universal and yeah. then just start the days a little earlier for start March. So yeah. we can we can see what happens. Yeah, we'll, we'll accommodate if, if we have enough people that are... And, and then the other thing, too, is because and why is Silver School in March starts the last day of our school here. Um, but you know what? Honestly, if somebody wants to do it, I, I will. If, if they go to Silver School and they want to hit our Universal is they can fly out Sunday night, Sunday afternoon. And when they come back, they can come back and we can do it. Or if they come down early, I will meet with them early and we can do it and do it opposite because I will block off my calendar for that. So then if somebody wants to do our school and wants to do silver school, they're not having to choose which is which. Uh, I love you all too. Thank you, Jordan. And Casey said, I really enjoyed seeing everybody working all the dogs and learning from all the dogs and handlers. Yeah. Yeah. This was the only one I know of that has four Napopo Gold graduates, including me, who's done multiple, multiple, including Super Gold or Napopo Gold Premium. You know, so I, I don't have all the answers for everything. And that's why it was so fantastic to have Shane there to talk about her skills, to have Karen there to talk about her skills. Any medical thing that came up, how much glucosamine a dog should get, what supplements for this and that, any breeding thing, that was a Karen question. Uh, any scent thing, Karen's wheelhouse is scent. That is her, her baby. She loves scent work. So Karen is fantastic at scent work. Uh, we actually had a dog there. It's kind of neat. We got to do a, a brucelliosis test. Brucellosis. Brucelliosis. And, right? Uh, and, we had to do that so Karen demoed how she draws blood how she spins it how she tests it because as a, a breeder you either do it yourself or you pay the vet to do it multiple 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 times and some vets won't even do it they don't know what it is yeah. and of course the four Napopo grads and guides were what I originally came for awesome Casey uh, but yeah so it was it was huge um, you know in and, and one of the the cons with having it at the house was people were staying late and I was tired. My goal, this was my goal afterwards, was to get something to eat and then to uh, not fall asleep until at least 9 o'clock at night. And sometimes that was really difficult because I was exhausted. Um, a couple of times I took a little nap during the evening so I could stay up later. But, uh, you know, and, and it's nice that people were there and that we were talking and that we were enjoying and that they were enjoying. 
but I got this close to saying you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here because I'm done. I'm done. I see why a lot of people don't do it in their house. You know, they need to have that escape. Uh, you know, it's just, I, you're on and you need, I need that recharge time, which is why one of the reasons too, why my chair is in the back of the van here for, for being at the park today. I have Gypsy, we have the golden puppies. Oh my gosh, you should see these little fluff balls. They're the cutest things ever. And, and we have uh, Molly, who I, I don't know why I want to call her Ava and Ava. I want to call Ava. Just, just name all your female dogs Ava. Okay. Okay. It'll work. From now on. From here on out. Except for Sparkles. Yeah. Well, Sparkles is good. Right. But yeah, it's, it, it's awesome, guys. It's awesome. And to be able to share and to be able to reach out and to be able to form a community. And you know what we even did during the beginning? We were eating breakfast and... Uh, we have the Professional Woman Dog Trainers Facebook group. Any woman professionals? Uh, professionals, we have that. If not, we have a not quite yet. Professional Women Dog Trainers for people who are aspiring or who are thinking about it. Uh, you have to be a woman for both of them. Sorry, guys. It is one of the best kept secrets on Facebook, but it's not a secret, you know. Um, and I have men who tell me, well, how dare you? That's sexist. And I say, I don't care. What do you want me to do about it? Create your own group. Just add, add Rich and Luke, and, and I don't care. But... Uh, you know, we had that. So what, what did we do? We were talking about the professional woman's group that there's no place for these baby trainers because Karen calls new doctors baby docs. And I think that's the cutest thing ever. So they're baby trainers um, or these newbie trainers. There is no place for them to, to know what to do. Where do I go from here? Which is the way that's clear? And they're still looking for that blue jean baby queen or for, for where they belong. So we created that. What did we do? We found out there was a need for it. Boom, it was up there. Now we have a Facebook group for people who are just starting. And then as they're getting the info and the, the knowledge, they can join the other group. Okay. So we need to have that place of belonging. And I went on a rant. I went on a few rants. Well, we changed terminology. Oh, yeah, we did. This is one of my favorites. We changed. It's more betters and gooders. Uh, here's, here's the new terminology. I don't use a prong collar. I use power steering collar. Okay. I don't use an e-collar or a shock collar. It's an activation collar because I do use it as activation. I don't use it as just correction and aversives. Uh, my choke chains, I hate choke chains. Dominant dog collars are okay, but the problem for me with chokes and dominant dogs is getting them to fit multiple dogs. So then you use a slip lead, but the slip lead is a pain in my hands because it's a rope and you can get some rope burn and I prefer leather. So not a slip lead. I use my slings that I import over from Poland and I am, I'm just using them from here on out really. So I have my slings instead of the choke or the dominant dog. It also sounds nicer too. Doesn't it sound scary? Words have meaning, yeah. right? So if I'm using my activation collar, my power steering, my sling, what am I? I'm not a balanced trainer. That word gets my goat more than any of the other terms that people are using because people want to align themselves they want to belong to a group and so they want to do well i want to be a balanced trainer because that sounds like you're balanced with the force but you're not and if you remember the star wars movies they were talking about bringing balance back to the force but it was so heavily swayed towards the side of the jedi that whenever uh anakin you know became darth vader it swung back back to where it needs to be and everything always swings just like that and you didn't think I was going to Star Wars reference in this video did you uh, you know but but they everyone always wants to think that you know how they lean is the middle and it's not so instead of being a balanced trainer which I hate because they are anything but balanced for a lot of them 
I am a complete trainer and I encourage you guys to adopt that. I mean, I know there's other ones, uh, what the canine paradigm guys were like in positive first, but positive first, <clears throat> first rep, second rep, I can do something else, which is how you want it to be. You can't correct in something that you didn't teach in. It's not right for anybody. So if you teach with an e-collar or an activation collar, you can correct with an activation collar. If you only use your activation collar as a correction or to layer on at the end, then that is not an activation for you and don't you dare use my term. But I am a complete dog trainer because I can use everything completely, right? So we talked about that and because I told you words have meaning. And what I loved was everybody was taking that and, and you know, using that. And first I want to show you too, there is an icy truck that has been in front of us this whole time. <laughs> and, and that's what I was pointing out to Karen, because if my husband was here, we wouldn't be in this lane. We would be behind the icy truck. And since we're finally at a stop a stoplight, he would be up there knocking to see if, if they're giving away free samples. <laughs> he would. He would be. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so here we are. You want to see where we're at now? We, we hit Orlando. That is universal, but they changed it so we can't cut across five lanes of traffic. We have to go to the next light and turn in, uh, which isn't bad. Uh, and look how high up we're sitting. That's the truck beside us. That's the SUV car. They're way down below Peon. And here we are. Guys. Right? We're, we're, we're higher than the icy truck. They give us a nod. They do. <laughs> they like us. They're like, you know, and you can look over and it's fun. You know, we're like, you can't hide from us. And we still have this roof. Like, look at this. I'm stretching out and my fingertips are there. Yeah. Like, we're still tall versus where we're sitting. Yeah. It's pretty neat. I like it. And that means we can run people off the road. I mean, no, we don't do that. Uh, anyway, uh, we're getting ready to pull in here, which means we need to sign off. Uh, we want to do another because I don't know if we're going to do one tonight, but we were thinking, depending on when we leave uh, on the drive back, maybe we'll do and talk about what we did at Universal today. So instead of getting one tonight, one uh, webinar tonight, one Facebook Live tonight, you're going to get two. You're going to get this one and then hopefully we'll get another one. We are behind the icy truck. Do you guys want to see? Icy truck. You remember slush puppies? Mm -hmm. Slush yes. puppies. There was, I grew up outside Pittsburgh in this little dinky town, Freeport. And there was a little pharmacy and they had slush puppies there. And I loved root beer slush puppies were my favorite. I was going to say in uh, Texas, they actually have like little drive through frozen daiquiri places. It's <laughs> That's my favorite type of, of drink is frozen. So like, I like my frozen chai. I like my frozen butter beer and Rich likes his ices. And I'm like, no, if I, if I get anything that's not a chai or a butter beer, I want it to be, you know, a frozen pina colada, a frozen margarita, frozen daiquiri, you know, like I don't want a normal, when they do the margarita days, like the two for one at the restaurants, which are great, but they never do frozen. And I'm like, well, I don't want it if it's not frozen, you know, like, and especially if it's a lime, it's always that lime gross stuff. Yeah. Like, I love the <laughs> Karen's like, I'm getting thirsty. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I like the frozen strawberries are the best. Oh, and oh my gosh, if you do a strawberry pina colada mix. Florida when it's under 70. That's good. People still in their shorts and pants. Right? She's probably from up north. She's like, this is so hot. It's 70. Well, it's 64 degrees outside. That's why I'm in my hoodie. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're we're going to be turning in here in a sec. So I will um, get some pictures. I'll get some videos. we got little fluff balls. It's going to be fun. If you missed this school and you're kicking yourself because we're awesome and amazing and you missed it, 
And I don't care how experienced you are. If you think you know everything, trust me, you don't. I don't know everything, but I've got stuff that I can teach you. Uh, we are going to do a school in February. We haven't officially announced it yet, but it will be, I think, towards the 20th that weekend. And it'll be a most likely three-day school, and it'll be a Napopo not service dog school <laughs> seminar type of thing. So, you know, we'll be able to work dogs. We'll be able to get theory in there, but it won't be service dog. So if you're thinking, I want to learn more about Napopo, I'm not sure if I want to go to Silver uh, or going there doesn't work out for me, but I want to learn it. I cannot certify you, but I can teach you because I like to teach and I'm good at teaching. And so is Karen and so is Shane. And have we hoodwinked Shane into coming for that one? Shane, you're coming, right? For that one? You're blocking off? Depends on her job. Yeah. Does it say depends? Right? So it might be three gold grads, might be four gold grads. You'll never know. Yeah. Okay, but we'll. we'll yeah. Well, Lauren comes, she can talk about, hey, you know what? If not, maybe we can even get her to do something about nutrition. And even if we do it um, live, throw it up on the TV and talk about nutrition. So. She is. If you have any dog nutrition questions, you need to just call her. Yeah. 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 Talk to, talk to Lauren about it. Sherry Taylor, send me a message. Okay. And I'll get you the days. I'll get you. We don't know. We kind of know the dates. We don't know pricing. We don't know. All I know is it's going to be Napopo, not service dog specific. Just right. Napopo. So that's going to be pet dogs. That's going to be uh, behavior issues. That's going to be, you know what? If you have a competition dog that you need some tweak work with, let me know. Let me know what it is. And um, I bet you we can help you out because while I don't compete, I've seen Bart teaching it enough and practicing it enough that, uh, you know, and I know how to break things down, which is my one of my superpowers so here we go we can't use valet parking no valets so we have to park ourselves in the parking garage uh, we're super high, so, so we were on the ground floor which is easier for when we potty puppies too okay so we'll see you guys for realsy this time bye bye